0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to our full album review to Chris Calico's Immortal album. I stumbled. I almost said the name of a song instead of the album. I'm so sorry, everybody. My name is Holden Stefan Roy.
1: My name is Chris Chrome.
0: And today on the Headspace Podcast, this bonus episode in our EP weekend, we will be discussing our second EP that we're recording today, Chris Calico's Immortal Project. It's four songs, and we're going to go through all four of them, track by track, giving our thoughts and opinions on every single song, and that is what we do here. We appreciate y'all in advance, because it's dope that you would spend time clicking on this video and even watching it, so that makes you a superstar. And uh, we look forward to seeing what you think in the comments. Quick question, was it the thumbnail that made you click? was it the artist was it our faces let me know in the
1: comments so i can try to keep was it all it interested. the
0: length of the video well, because you're like how is this video so long when the project is 11 minutes or whatever it's because we talk a lot uh so we do care a lot though about your comments for real so i look forward to seeing what you think i want to hear from the chris calico fans the strange music squad what you guys think uh, on this project, how you felt about the contract signing? Was it was it just like sincere to you, or like this is my real question? Because like I'm like a Fairweather fan in regards to not a Fairweather fan, but like I'm a pretty casual fan when it comes to the roster of Strange Music. I follow Tech a lot more, but when it comes to Chris Calico, not really a huge focus up until this moment, I suppose. And so I wonder, was the contract signing? A PR stunt in your opinion, or was it like a sincere and genuine thing? Anyway, before we jump into the episode, just a quick special shout out to the patrons. This Mil Gadamsi Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, Linda Williams, and Coney Sparks. There's totally dope. So we shout them out while y'all still thank you, watching.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: And um, yeah, let <coughs> us get into the episode. So, Mr. Christopher, what project are we talking about today?
1: So, for this <coughs> second bonus headspace review, we went with Chris Calico's
0: project immortal and before we get into it his twitter is chris chrome nine christopher johnson 93
1: my twitter handle is chris chrome 93
0: and he really wants somebody to tweet him so you can give him a pity tweet he's been begging so we just, just it's not him a some pity love. tweet
1: i had a nice conversation last he night he wants to on have twitter. more Y'all nice can com- go and check it out and anyway, speak with us
0: so this is the part of the show where we like to contextualize our familiarity with the artist <laughs> and uh talk about how big chris calico fans we are and whatnot and the reason for that is because if you've been like a fan of his for the last decade you've been following his whole career you you know you really like you really care deeply about his music and all of this stuff your experience with a project like immortal dropping at this point is going to be maybe different than somebody like myself who honestly i know who chris calico is because he's featured on a bunch of tech songs that i've listened to i mean he's on speedum with eminem and all that that's a pretty huge accomplishment but um i don't know if you ever heard the the, the of the of the joker and he makes some songs dissing hobson and he kind of like makes this line where swizz can join chris calico and be a whole group of hype man and whatnot and it just kind of always felt like at least from my perception chris calico was like a second tier tech nine and he kind of played like this secondary role on the roster like his, his number two but his number two and so i guess i just never took him that seriously and part of why i wanted to review this project is because one of the patrons is using their powers to make us review a chris calico album in a couple of weeks so you can expect to see us talk about the kicking and screaming project i think it's called in a couple of weeks and so i look forward to getting to that but with that i thought it'd be extra dope to take a look at what he's doing like today before going back in time just because you know you know chris calico dropped his little album here but I know he is an admirable person in terms of overcoming the adversary i forgot what he's sick with but i know he's sick and he deals with that and i, I know
1: the, i don't know if it's face paint but doesn't he got like that skin thing with his eyes like i know his eyes are different like his eyelids are different well, I know, or something
0: i know that he has like something and i'm certain we can google it but like chris calico has overcome a lot and he's actually like a really admirable dude i've never heard anything bad about him a lot of his music is pretty positive and like interesting from what i have heard of it because i've listened to him but i've always found him to be like tech Uh, nine light so
1: vitiligo v-i-t-i-l-i-g-o is a long-term skin condition characterized by patches of the skin losing their pigment the patches of skin affected become white and usually have sharp margins the hair from the skin may also become white the inside of the mouth and nose may
0: also be involved so can, can we just point out how incredible it is that he like pushed forward into a public spotlight with something so visible also uh
1: according to wikipedia this room getting the information uh calico has also been diagnosed with bipolar disorder uh he named a track on his second album after this disorder
0: fair enough i mean on the ment not to say mental but on the more mind side of things i guess it's more frequent to see people with some issues who do pursue music i think a lot a lot of us go through something or another um but i think he's just had a particularly harder life and and use that to like fuel himself forward and i think like it makes me want to look more into his music because he's not just like another guy and it's not just like a, a niche or whatever it's like he's a guy who overcomes and grinds you know what i mean And puts in that work and it's pretty respectable how much he's actually like put out so i was kind of excited to see this but honestly i hadn't really delved that deep before i'm the same way uh the first time i found chris calico
1: or is it calico calico um first time i found uh, chris calico was his song unstable about seven years ago when i was 18. Uh, honestly i was bumping a tech nine track and then he came on and i was just like oh this is cool but i think what really led me to him was yeah him being that like featured role next to tech nine that's how i knew who he was and moving forward i always got excited when i heard chris calico just because of what he can do what he can produce uh the tricky little flows he can do and and like just kind of like a little bit of uh of what got me inspired into tech nine uh but i as well never really found much of an interest beyond any of his features like i never really caught myself going through his music um going down that rabbit hole now i do want to say the first time when when unstable did come on on the youtube playlist or whatever i did take let's say 10 20 minutes to go down a little bit of a trail to see who he was what he can do but that's really the extent i've never actually dived right into it
0: fair enough so here we have four songs from the calico man himself the project is called immortal fine i guess if you're still at it Immortal's a good project to come back to immortalize your legacy kind of makes me feel like he's going to be taking a stand with this project but i like the cover unlike the tech nine project which it left me with this meh feeling everything about this cover looks cool like the way the abstract shapes just kind of flow together to kind of pan an ambiance the way the red explicit lyrical content matches the red immortal Plus the simplicity of it makes it nice like you could almost put that on a shirt and bump it and it would be like fucking cool i like the tech nine cover which was meh so i thought it was pretty dope honestly from a cover from a visual it made me curious for the project but like it isn't a next level cover
1: i agree i don't actually have much to say i do like the i do like the color context i do like the uh kind of gray shading in the background but for me this kind of just really seems very simple and i think that's the point i think it's really to uh immortalize his name uh immortalize the project and and not really trying to give you a description on terms of what the album's going to be as the album cover it's kind of seems i say plain but in this like
0: it's I got, got a lot of way. detail when you really I'm not, look at I'm it. I'm not
1: taking away the detail from it. I'm just saying, like, it for me, it doesn't really look very out there. It kind of seems very simple. It looks like there's raindrops. It's water kind of moving around. Uh, I don't know if that looks maybe like leaves or some shit. It's nice. Like, it, it it's nice. It, it does, I guess, what it's supposed to do
0: okay the first song is called bitches i know man i have no idea how i feel about this song thank god you said it because neither do i there's like a swag to it and the way he's he raps the song like the way he raps it i feel it like i feel it what he's going on about i'm assuming it's like no new friends i think women I don't know if, if it was just limited to women.
1: But hey, only fuck bitches I know. Only fuck bitches I know. Yeah, I be poppin'. I be, I poppin', it, I I be poppin'. They but be ready then, to like, go.
0: Oh, yeah, I got out of my, get out of my way. They shoot. Look, high five of what you waiting on. Living great at the gate and your money long. Just wait. They be hating on. Get a hit in your bitch just play along. I'm what they want. Yeah, crazy what okay, they want. Okay, wait.
1: Verse two. But yeah. verse one, right? Yeah, Give but it I said
0: this song kind of is like no new friends including no new women no new this it's like you know it's very similar to a song on tech nine's project which essentially kind of conveyed the same message if you remember how he started his 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 little ep okay fair 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 fair. i'm not saying you're wrong i think there is a clear and concise message that the only women chris calico will intercourse with are women he knows as opposed to new ones which i wonder like if that's a bad idea i feel like you might want to have a couple new ones every now like if you're in a world right and you got three women you know that you sleep with and then drama 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 now what well now you're not allowed to sleep with anybody because you've decided that you can't fuck bitches unless unless this allows for (laughs) in the clause that you get to know somebody new And therefore, you get to know them. I know I'm overthinking it, but this is just... I kind of think it's... I actually like the way he's thinking, to be fair. Um,
1: I think it's easier to be sleeping with people you know and kind of have that,
0: like... You know in the chorus, they talk about shooting, right? Yes, I said that. I I read that line. Yes. So it's not just about bitches. Points proven. But I'm
1: talking about the concept of him only sleeping with women that he knows. I actually think that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, you can deal with different people all the time, but different people act different ways and you have to take time to get to know them and build all these things. You already got like a set group of people who know what you're kind of about, know that you're on that side doing X, Y, Z, and they're all kind of cool rocking with it. Yeah, when there's drama that happens, it's a little bit easier to deal with than be like, yo, we've been doing this for X, Y, Z. Let's 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 talk it out. Let's try to figure something I out. I don't know. Instead I, of dealing with some just, new person who's going to flip the lid.
0: I'm not necessarily – look, mm. I'm into the mentality of – i'm gonna protect my chakra of by keeping negative energy away from me so i become more reclusive and you know I like i like i appreciate like that sentiment because it's not necessarily that there's no room in my life for no people it's there's no room in my life for a certain kind of people and i respect that on the other hand it seems silly to me that you're an individual on earth and you've decided Nope, there will literally be no new friends in my life, and you know that that's not true. Yeah, because okay. you're gonna maybe decide <clears throat> you like badminton one day, and you're gonna go to the badminton club, and you're gonna meet this fine little cutie, and then that fine little cutie is gonna be somebody, and then the
1: fuck you in the gym
0: stall, and then you're gonna do it, and then you're gonna fuck the bitch. You did. Question.
1: Know. No, but hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: And I don't judge you for that. But is
1: that like I – I think there is a division there. I, like, think, I think what he's <laughs>
0: trying to convey is in the sense of these, like, thirsty people who approach him and, like, throw them – because you're right. In the first verse, it, it makes it a little bit kind of sound like – he, he's with a particular person watch what you lay trying to get paid as soon as you lay down that's way too much without ass the son it's like you're trying too hard etc etc it's not like you're trying to get to know me and i do believe this whole track is about the people who superficially try to connect to him uh for his status and things like that rather than actually getting to know him i just hate when the catch line of his song is stupid like the entire idea of there will literally be no new people in my life is fucking dumb it's just a dumb idea that's not grounded in any kind of healthy reality now you can say i'll apply a high level of discretion in order to limit the number of new people in my life to ensure that the new people in my life in the future are actually people i should know and that's a positive thing and i accept that mission statement but i suppose it's easier to say i'm only gonna fuck bitches i know I don't oh know. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of down with that. Like, let's I, say uh, you're on tour, okay, <clears throat> and you meet some girl, and she's fine, and you decide, yeah, I'm feeling it, and you go for it. And that that sounds like something that might happen so that, okay, to Chris so, Calico so, in the next ten years of his life.
1: Okay, but let okay. So to bring it right back to what I was trying to say earlier, I think there is a difference between fucking with somebody like on a consistent basis. And then just that individual one time one time stand night. Like you go out to the show, nah, perform you you got the groupie who's like, Oh my god, take me home. And then you know, you take her to the hotel, you do the thing, and then she leaves. It's like you're never talking to her
0: again. But then you fuck the bitch, you know. Which no. I,
1: I understand, but it's like I feel like he's not trying to say literally just fucking, like he's only fucking like like I think like a fucks with you.
0: Like I, that. Like I said, I know I might be overthinking this. But I think it's a silly core catchy concept. It's almost like the general the verses are alright. I know. No. No, I like the way he delivers them. And I generally like the message he's conveying. And I actually really respect it. I just the hook of the song is pretty trash in my opinion. And that's my little opinion. You don't have to like it. Like I just think if like it was framed in a way where like it's like I don't fuck with snakes. That would be like a, a that would be my preference. I know I'm being nitpicky. I gave this a four point three five because it is really well produced. It's extremely well delivered. I don't know what Chris is talking about. It's weird, but in a way that has like a groove where you're like, only for bitches. I know. You know, it's got like the hand. It's like I, got, I don't know if you can't see me on your other on one of those listening parts, but my hands are doing the roly thing, and so it's like that's how I feel like like old two thousand three dancing. So um, I, I can't hate it. I just don't
1: know that i love it so i gave it a 3.7 wow. i mean i don't think it's no i do think it's bad i'm not even gonna try to deny that i i don't really like this song i like how he presents it in terms of like trying this new flow thing and really trying to no. be out there and showcase what he can do but this this is not no i i i was like what this is how we're starting this what the fuck is this uh,
0: no 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 but again 3.7 is not bad so pretty bad to me. Follow the drip. This Tech-9 verse was better than all of the Tech-9 verses on Tech-9's project. Can we just, like, like this was a really freaking great Tech-9 verse. So, I mean, the way he chops it up, the way he recorded it all for like freaking perfection and stuff holy crap it was so good chris calico's verse i am so 50 50 on but tech nine delivered the best verse of tech nine i've heard this weekend um, on this <laughs> project
1: so that's my problem with this song um right off the bat i did give it a 4.5 on five it's a fucking great song but i think that's where my issue is the, the first song on this project came on and i was like oh my god what do i do this song came on and i went of course the song featuring the powerhouse of fucking strange music is going to be super polished super great super good he does <clears throat> to me chris calico does 10 times better on this
0: uh, than his first track so i'm like oh okay cool. see i can't like be like better like that and i have to just say he's doing apples and oranges he was doing a slowed down singy swag flow on the last track here is more of the rapidy rapidy kind of stuff and- so then let me say this is more of my preference that's fairer because like I, I mean it's just comparing things relatively speaking like right. if this was another now you could say the way he goes follow the drip follow the drip is similar but he kind of by the time he's like you better molly a monologue and you're like okay now he's doing right. that the rappy thing
1: now the whole follow the drip i don't know why they they did that like i don't know why they're trying to be trendy to me because they're they're like that they're cool kids i i don't know i that that kind of set me off a little bit just like i and here's the thing i like the song it's really fucking good but kids
0: even say drip that sounds like an old man thing
1: no drip is swag drip is diamonds yo check out my drip yo new drip on the way it's like got my new necklace got my new wrist (laughs) so that's why i'm that's why i'm a little bit i guess upset because i'm like i've never really heard
0: all of my drip
1: (laughs) i've never really heard tech nine or uh chris calico or anybody in strange music really be trendy like that yes tech makes some puns he kind of uses some pop culture references that I've heard. And he does it in a very kind of like I also say,
0: said you never listened to Chris calico's albums, so you don't really no but i have
1: heard a lot of his his featured verses Never
0: to to his you You just heard his featured verses on other people's Fair. projects. So maybe from what most I've people heard and I've are, also
1: said from what I've heard. Just outside. to be clear. Okay. Still I just never seen them to be like that. And then they made a song that sounds like everything we've been getting from, like, fucking all the new shit. What are you talking about? Like, just in terms of, like, follow the drip. Look at the swag. Look at this. Look at that. And I'm just I like... Mean, that's,
0: like, eh. just the, the hook. Yeah, that, that might be, like, literally the hook. But to like limit the whole song to that, and no, I'm not
1: trying to limit the whole song. I'm gonna I like guess
0: that it's also not the first time that Tech Nine or Chris Calico have a simplistic, catchy hook. I'm over there. I mean, I don't know. I listen to the song and I'm like, you got a problem with it? I can promise you, you better Molly a monologue if you're no longer sober and shit. Which I thought was interesting that like you know people on molly do spit out these monologues and shit and so he's kind of pointing out that like you know what do what you got to do if you're not sober but almost implying that he's sober at this point which i thought was kind of nifty he's solid with drake and solid with Ye, and he's solid with eminem and fucking him and him and it's kind of like the way he put it he's like look i got credentials and i felt like he was trying really hard to validate well i guess how how credible he is in the game based on the people that he's met and connected with and you know what chris calico is really got a good resume from that point of view because everybody's comments about him who has worked with him is always how freaking dope he is and then the rest of the verse i didn't really feel a whole lot of ways about it was fine like pass the ball to a half as tall gonna wreck his ass fall playing basketball like a mellow jello tell your lady hello on his trash talk beat gas and y'all gotta move got it it's just like whatever he's just i mean whatever because it's like he's not really engaging me he's following the flow basically he raps better and he's fine he's fine um I, I don't know there's literally not much else in the rest of his verse that i can remember enough to um comment except i guess he's trying to play at the end uh follow and now um and now they what's up don't do too much i i do enough what would do to people do to get their followers up and i guess it's a little bit saying i'm gonna keep it real and other people are gonna sell out and do whatever i might sign a contract on stage to get my followers up but they'll do a lot of less than integrity things and uh, props to them Good marketing campaigns are a good way to get your followers up. Uh, Gang is a good example of how not to get your followers (laughs) up. He shot himself in the leg. That was silly. In
1: the leg or the dick?
0: No, I'm pretty sure it was in the leg. Next to the dick. dick. I think it was next to his dick. Let's check it i don't think it's that important nobody really cares that much about boon um i just thought it was nifty that he was doing pornos and then uh the chorus is fine you know F- uh, hey look follow the drip they say you found me working with nobody around me follow the drip and it just kind of sounds like he's figured out his own wavelength in life he's found his way through to the next place <clears throat> but tech nines verse me up man because he's doing some shit like really fast tricky stuff he's got a i realize tech nine is not the kind of guy that believes in recording a verse in one take right like it's more important for him to do the theatrics and you'll realize that when half the line is like one tone one effect and is recorded and then perfected, and then he bounces off of himself and whatnot and i think it's just so well done the speed and the delivery of so many of the lines is interesting and it's it's really kind of what you want tech nine to be like that like in the world if i think of flossy technically next level tricky dudes yeah tech nine is possibly the goat in that regards to me and that's his best talent to the game so i think he excels at it and then also manages to be a little consistent best flowing you know years are dropping i cleared the block cannot hear you knocking so fucking high headed. my ears are popping i'm telling you i can't even hear all the cheers they chalking. you know like He's kind of flying high. He's doing his thing. I mean, he he kind of just i don't know i don't actually know what they're talking about in this song i just feel like they're,
1: i feel like they're just flossing straight up i feel like they're just yeah. flossing in terms of when i read when i read follow the drip i was like this is a flossing song they're gonna do tricky and, shit and that's really fine
0: like <clears throat> uh but i'm like abusive to dispute the nine tri- the nine the nina's dying dispute shit i'm trying to nuke it the rhymes intrusive to this yes. planet but i'm flying reclusive i never want to be disenfant but i'm saying this really quick and scrounge shut the fuck up and listen man that's lifted cool it, i've been listening when i come to uh, what i've been listening when i came to visit i see me dying over a motherfucking chicken Sam, and that i thought was cool because he's literally referencing how the popeyes chicken situation which it's nuts man i wish there was chicken good enough to kill people over up in canada i know that's a terrible thing to say but evidently this chicken is good enough to some people to die for that must be a good sandwich. Now, I'm not promoting that. I know how ignorant that sounds. I'm not promoting that. I think it's kind of silly, all things considered. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, when was the last time we got a cool sandwich that, like, caused a craze? Just just, just nothing. We get watered-down health restrictions. <laughs> like, for real. It's just By the time it gets to Quebec, it's like, mm, it's a lot healthier, so it <laughs> tastes like a lot less good. <laughs> the meat's really real. Anyway...
1: Uh, that may have been a
0: stupid thing to say on camera but it's a it's a it's a really good verse from tech nine and i'm going to give this track a 4.5 i thought it was pretty enjoyable to listen to um yeah i also gave the song a 4.5 i do enjoy it i
1: do really like them both and this is this kind of brought me back to like younger days in terms of when i was listening to tech nine and chris calico it's just like this is what i expect from both of these guys so nice
0: alright so that's half the project already done and I know Chris is so excited for the feature on what do you mean this song just sounds like a trendy new everything you would hear from like the main basically this song sounds like what I feel you described the last song whereas the last song may have used the word drip in the way and it gave you that feeling. I feel like the sound of this song gave me that feeling where it just kind of blended a little more into a mainstream. But what I have to give them credit for is how this is the third track third very distinct yep. sounding track yep. so kudos to chris calico for versatility even if this one connected a little bit less with me that's another one where i think we're getting some flossing and whatnot but can we just can we just get to the end of the first verse it's my favorite part you got you saw you hear some girl ca- talking with him which i thought was cool as, as her element and she's going i think i love this person out of the big boys but better not get no bigger and then chris cal and like i would be like hey hey what do you mean and then it just hits into the chorus and i was like that's pretty funny like that cracked me up that i thought was hilarious like it just you know you don't hear a lot of big boys talking about big boy shit where girls might say that she's like i like you as big as you are but if you get fatter i'm not gonna fuck you no more that's not the average narrative inside of a hip-hop song is what i'm trying to say right what do you think about this one
1: um i felt like i like it because i'm biased because of king iso personally um because i don't really like chris calico's verse um he did well he does what he does but i was just kind of like meh i felt like it's uh, delivered so well it is delivered well but i feel like lyrically it's the same shit. but that's i think and i think that's what i'm going at is like eh like i know it's going to be delivered well i know that he's good at what he does But I'm also just really biased over King Iso. I like his voice, and I like his flow, and I like how he does shit. I like how he switches up from... um I'm clutching this tech, uh, and I'm from the regime. This shit can't be ugly like one on the team. I fuck bad bitches. The wonderful thing. That pussy go burn. Money machine. Y'all can never fuck with the team. i pass you a butter screen. Like, I just like how he switches it up and does his thing, and it gets me all going. And I was like, I really
0: respect that. Thank you for bringing King Iso back. But, like, I don't feel like King Iso is particularly next level with it. It's a little more follow the numbers. Whereas Tech9 reinvents the wheel, and Chris Calico brings a distinction. Like here's the thing, I feel like Chris Calico kind of doesn't exactly sound like everyone else. It sounds like his take on like a modern flow. Whereas King Izzo, it's like you're right when he does his little transition. It's so clean, it's so perfect Mm -hmm. to a point where it's like when you think about stupid polished. Because we're going to talk about Conway the Machine. When you think about Conway the Machine's jaggedy... Spoilers! Jaggedy, grimy flow, Mm. I almost find that more attractive than the cleanliness of how picture-perfect King Izo's flow is. It's not that it's bad. It's that it lacks a certain degree of soul to me. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Like, he's not a good rapper, because he's truly excellent, but i've never heard a verse from the guy and i'm left with uh he is somebody i'm gonna remember because he pops out and just just distinct but let's say i'm still at that phase where like the trickity trickity fast rhymes coming it's really he sounds perfect in that realm like he's really good for that specific thing well
1: i also but found king in, iso back with twisted insane a lot of like horror core stuff so like I that's would, where i would,
0: i am not i'm saying i haven't heard that right i'm saying this verse in, let's say let's say i'm talking about this verse in particular right it's like I'm like the buffering screen, or I passed you people. I'm like a buffering screen loaded gas, and people call my cutlass supreme. Bro, get laughing at him while we puffing this cream, flexing, living. Look at all this effing definition, and it's like it's not particularly next level. It's a lot of shit that rhymes mm-hmm. and flossing in a top level kind of way, but it's not like like brilliant like that sega genesis line fucked me up man that was a good line i don't remember if it was this album or the tech album, the tech album. but like i'm certain people here probably listen to both projects so <clears throat> i'm just saying that that impressed me i was like whoa stood up or the big boy thing that was funny i didn't get that from his almost generic when at heaven's gate go see me and ask what do you mean what do i mean i'm like okay what are you trying to say here dog? I don't fully get your the energy he's putting forward. I mean, I, I do because he's not somebody you want to fuck with. But I also know
1: this from a lot of the verses that I've heard with Twisted Insane. Like, a lot of his, like, really crazy psycho verses, kind of likes, yeah. all this shit. So, uh, sure when, I, when I listen to this, I'm like, this is everything yeah. that I like about King Iso. Sometimes,
0: like, like I wonder <laughs> if I say this shit, and one of these rappers hears it, and then I'm like, I maybe travel to, like, you know, LA or something one day. <laughs> I get jumped by some. <laughs> 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 like you just want to trip to LA just to get your ass beat. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like, you're that fucking guy who talks shit. About. I'm like, that's not what I'm trying to do on this particular one. I'm not even dissing the dude. The guy is an excellent rapper. I'm saying he's so glossy like i want a depth this, this is like what i like about chris calico especially on the first track is how imperfect it is like his voice cracks in this type of shit.
1: i'll give him that and uh, that I like his diversity and his how soul
0: there's like a soul and a depth to his delivery where even if i don't care as much about the lyrics per se i like the way he delivers i don't know maybe i'm being too whatever i think this one's okay um i believe i gave this a 4.25 on 5 it's not my favorite but it's still a good song i as well gave it a 4.25 uh five. the last one is definitely different again kudos for the diversity and you are awesome person watching slash listening to this i like this one because it's personal as in I feel like this was the first time we got a real glimpse of him putting his guard down on this project. It isn't so braggadocious, it's just really like, almost sensitive. I like the bridge, the, I can't hear you. Anyway, it just sounds really pretty, it's really nice and then the way he raps these verses you can feel the pain and the darkness of what he's going through like the the depression that he's trying to express you know and then uh, you could put me on a pedestal promise that i'll never let it go comments and i'm seeing several say i'm next to blow next to bro i'm gonna saddle up told me to saddle up you know and imagine the pressure of getting the money having your situation getting ready to have your moment it almost feels like the moment doesn't actually come Maybe I'm just reading into it, but that's kind of what it felt like.
1: Well, I like how he's also presenting this, like, confusion in terms of, like, holy shit, this worked. Like, holy shit, my skills, my rapping, my efforts are actually working. People want more. I need to give them more. And it's, like, that. not only do you put that pressure on yourself, but now it's, like, you feel other pressure, other stress, because you're, like, yo, I've got 50,000 people who want songs. But it's
0: also more, like, it's, like, you get a lot of love, but it's not enough for the kid because it's probably, like like he's probably been second to tech nine throughout his whole career it must be something that's very challenging to have to go through where you're not the focus and it's it like i don't know it it just sounds like something that isn't easy to be number two i mean i think you could break away and be number one on your own way but i
1: think that's your own choice like to be to be completely fair if i look at if i look at just What if
0: what if you look at the sales numbers time after time, and let's say Tech Nine gets an extra zero next to his, and it's just at the end of the day, it's not like you can go headline a tour that looks like his, and at the and why because you're pigeonholed into this moment, and whether or not that's
1: so, here's what I'm trying to say, I don't think Chris Calico went into this not knowing that. I think there is that part I mean, of you that's like, I could make it, but I think all of the part of it is like... that's
0: not true. I think at some point the expectation is Ted gets his thing and then everyone else gets equal glory. And that's why people leave labels, ultimately, because the equal glory doesn't come, you know? And I'm not saying Chris Calico doesn't have a lot of love in Strange Music Lab. I'm saying he's basically unheard of outside of Strange Music Land and the people who are really up to whatever on the indie scene. But isn't
1: that, like, everybody in Strange Music? Like, when's the last time you heard of a Stevie Stone or a Suz Crew?
0: I mean... I don't know them that well personally, but that's kind of my point. So imagine just. Like the only one that no, I found like, off of. No, but like Chris Calico's Merz. been around for how long, you know?
1: I mean, but I get that, but that's what I'm saying. Like the only person off of Strange Music that, I, that I've that like, I seen outside is Mers. He's the only one that I found through Strange and that he, I guess, broke away or whatever. Yeah, and but and Mers was thing.
0: like very established before Strange.
1: So. Uh, but then I then I feel like that kinda just brings back my point. Like if you go into strange music, you kinda have to be like, Yeah, I'm gonna be second or third to tech but no matter like, what happens. But that's at a certain part of like point,
0: your... you have to make a decision after getting so you get the cloud of being on strange. Then what do you do? Do you forever stay there? Is that satisfying? I forever? Guess,
1: but I guess that is Forever? But I
0: guess that, that isn't is, your only choice.
1: But I guess that's the choice that you have to make. Is what I'm saying. Like I mean, yes. If everything's really locked down and suited with Strange, and you're just kind of like, yo, I get to put out music when I want. I don't have to like blow up. But you don't
0: get to put out when you want. You're under Strange. You get to put out when they want. They control that shit. You you definitely are not in charge, and you're definitely not the focus.
1: I mean, I get that, but I I think like it's just based on if you want to be that or not. Because if you didn't
0: want to be that, but we're talking about you would go and do your own thing again you're talking about somebody who signed a contract when he's young blah 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 like i mean it's pretty easy to say that sitting in a position where it's not in your face right and then you're not in the point where you've blown up and you have fans and you have this but you realize and i'm, I'm assuming a bit that this is where it's coming from but it feels like he's exploring here his relationship with tech nine and, and strange music and and signing that contract right I think
1: it's a little bit deeper than that. I'm not. for my
0: next just to get exit, hold my breath, and just text it. have my finger on the trigger. Fans told me, hold up, person. This through the strange line, the most named brand. The boss almost jumped off the roof. Damn, that was close. Look. So I think it's like describing almost this career suicide for this desire to like branch off and or to burn that bridge and, and kind of to branch off and go do his own thing, which
1: I think there's another meaning to it. I think he's also expressing his sui- his dealing with like suicidal thoughts and whatnot and almost killing himself. Yes. If we I vo- think
0: that's a little bit more the focus of the second verse.
1: Well, I think it's like both. Cause in the second verse, and as you were talking about like the tech nine thing, right? You, uh, he starts off, you call it. I, you call, I ain't picking up the checkbook ain't thick enough. So business oriented, right? To deal with the fickle business. Okay. I'm just sick of this shit. All right. So that kind of alludes to the whole complication or whatever and then i get a message from the kids that's sicker than shit so now his fans are starting to message him said they would they would have slit their wrist if they wasn't listening to chris so it's like I feel like he and then he continues going on and how they like trying to stop and i was always yeah, trying to overdose time so that
0: was close i like
1: how he makes that connection of him like dealing with suicide and his fans are dealing with the same thing
0: or whatever they're dealing with And i like that he ultimately makes this choice to choose to continue to do this for the fans and it's like he gets the greater purpose of it but i feel like at the same time it must be so terrible to be pigeonholed into such a subservient position for your whole career it's like I don't mean that to be negative. I'm certain that Chris Calico's life doesn't. has had many great moments through strange music and whatnot, but doesn't everyone ultimately want to branch out and be the boss, do their own thing? Like, I think that's the goal, right? You eventually want to be your own boss. And I think that in his mind, that was the debate. And then even to keep going with music, is it still worth it and all this stuff? And then, you know, I kind of like the fact that he was connecting through his fans, such a customer service, customer service oriented approach to refinding his soul and whatnot. But I thought this was a really pretty song and definitely uh my favorite one on this project so i gave it a 4.5 on five
1: i gave this one a 4.2 i did enjoy it i also think that it's a nice little way to wrap up this little four track uh ep uh because it's like We got a lot of kind of what he was, I guess, kind of going through feeling like with the confusion of blowing up and becoming rich and all this stuff. And then kind of going through his little in his little career. We had the tech nine track where they're both kind of flossing, which now looking back at it, I feel like even with him flossing with the tech nine track, it was also kind of like, look at where I'm at look at what i'm i guess kind of up against but also what i've done to make it this far so there's there's a lot of i I find like there's a lot of decoding you have to kind of make with this with this project and this one with the last track you it it feels like he made it so personal and so connective with the audience that like i guess i understand a little bit more of how it's affecting him of how it's really kind of taking on with his uh with his i guess future moving forward with the decisions he has to make Uh, i gave the song a 4.2 and for the album in total i ended up giving it a just by the numbers a 4.15 on five um to be real this is the first chris calico project i've sat down and listened to and as four tracks it was nice uh, I made a comment on Twitter last night, um, feel free to hit me back up on how you feel about it, but I did kind of say, alluding to, um, I now know why Chris Calico only made a four-track EP. My theory behind that, and I'm saying this because I did say there was an answer to it, uh, my theory behind that is because I don't know if me personally i'd be able to go more than at least four five six songs of chris calico Uh, he gave us some very much diversity on this project he got some singing in there he's got some tricky rap but i i I don't know i just i think this is for me the reason why i never got into him it just i'm not really left with much coming off of this project i I like that it's
0: four. i like that it's short but i'm just like i don't know that you can make the claim that you've ever really gotten to his music in any depth because you just listen to him as a featured person on other people's Fair. songs. Fair. On this project, I mean, it's a little sample pack, and I'm pretty sure it's for the fans who have been with him for a long time, and if you had gone through his career and felt the depth of his music, which I'm confused that you don't feel that he has some depth based on what I've heard in his features because... He basically pours his heart out doing a sleeve in a lot of his tracks that I've heard and uh i get that you don't necessarily like his sound but as far as the ep strategy i mean you're only listening to it because we're reviewing it so i don't think you count in the conversation sure. right like, sure. like if you're never gonna listen to it it's that's, it's that's not fair you're putting out denzel curry in a split album you were gonna listen to that so how he releases it but what if it was three tracks and three tracks and four tracks Five I mean, tracks, didn't we? Did it that, That's and then like it's what, like an album comes out.
1: That's what Big Crit did. Three, tra- three little EPs. I know, like and
0: tracks. I thought it was annoying, and I, mean, I, know, I that was cool. and I didn't like it because I thought it was boring. And I'm like, just put out the damn album, dog, or just put out the eight tracks of your EP at one shot, you know, Fair. like. To me it just feels cheap but i did like this album it's a 4.4 it's a little taste of chris calico i hope that the kicking and screaming album's a lot better because it's a lot longer so it also you know it would hope that a longer project's gonna have more depth to it but i don't feel like a lack of depth i feel like we got some flossiness some no new frenziness and uh yeah that's what's up on this project uh let us know what you think about it what you thought about you know chris calico in general the again i want to know about the contract signing do you feel that that was a pr stunt or do you feel like it was super sincere and just like you know like a surprise kind of thing um so i'm curious to know your thoughts on that especially the people who have been following strange music for a long time uh if you do make the effort to leave a comment i'll make the effort to answer you you can subscribe to the channel for more reviews hit the like button if you like this one uh yeah and special thanks to the patrons Ismail Gadamse, chris Prado, jonathan barnes dj black hurricane linda williams uh coney sparks they're dope help us get a new camera helped us get on spotify all sorts of growth gonna happen you have to tell us what albums to review so if you want to be cool like them you can join the patreon crew and we make music ourselves so you can check that out on this channel uh, on spotify and whatnot hold us to fan right the alternative grind has put it out he's got an album coming We look forward to sharing that with you and seeing what you think about it. And on that note, I think we've come to the end of it. So without further ado, live long and prosper. Bye-bye.